And we are back with the Dr. Z show. Howdy. Hi. That's that's true. We brought back uh our one of our guest hosts, Brenna. Hi. It's guest host Brenna. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you, how are you both? We're good. I'm good. Despite near death experience. Fair. So it's true. We keep our yes to answer your unanswered questions. We do keep our guest hosts in suspended animation until we need them. Yeah, I I don't exist outside of this podcast. We bend them to our will. Although (laughs) after after the last episode of the show, I just like felt like I'm already gonna like I'm just gonna put this in here. I just felt shitty like. Because also, like, I listened back to it, and my fiancé, like, listens to it with me and, like, gives me feedback on, like, you know, what we're, what we should do next time, like, what we can do better. And she, like, pointed out all these places where she was like, you did that to me. And I was like, oh, man, like, you're right. I just, like, felt bad. Felt like a I, bad person. I wonder but about it's... listening to it with my fiancé now, too. Yeah, but th- that's the thing, though, is, like, it... Especially that the last one, like, and it being about bullying. And, like, if you haven't watched it, like, definitely check it out. Because we're going to come back to it later. Um, it's it's good to watch that in general. So you can be like, oh, crap, like, I do that. And, like, it's bad. <clears throat> but also it's good to watch it, I feel like, with your significant other. So they can be like, hey, you do that. And you're like, oh, wow, that's, like, that's terrible. Like, I should stop doing that because it's bad. So, yeah. Anyway, on that note, this podcast is not a continuation of our bullying episodes because we have to space those out to avoid feeling like garbage. Right. What is this podcast about? It's about the wonderful children's card game, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, Magic the Gathering. A children's card game. I mean, it is a children's card game. It says 13 plus. Yeah, although I've played against eight-year-olds that have, like, wrecked the face floor with me. Yep. There's, right. this, there's this girl that used to come to Friday Night Magic at the local game store. And just, like, every time she walked in, like, everyone would look up and be like, oh, damn. It's her. I'm gonna lose. Yeah, and we did. Frequently. And horribly. Yeah. I, I love seeing, like, a good, like, young kid... Who just will wreck face. I'm it glad makes me so happy. <laughs> like when they like they'll they'll play magic and enjoy it and have fun and we're all having fun and it's great. So who would like to explain what this game is for all of the not uh not nerd cultured people? I can do or it. Just people I've that been... don't know about magic. There's plenty of people that know about nerd culture that don't know about magic. Accurate. I've been thinking about it. Um so, Magic the Gathering is a trading card game uh, where the goal is to uh, win. Um, Shocking the, enough. The main way that you win is by getting your opponent's life total to zero. Um, there's other ways to win as well, but that's kind of like the main one. I attack um, your life points directly. Yep. Each, um, each turn, you're able to put down a land, which is a recurring resource that you have 
to cast spells. Um, there's five different colors of mana, so it's kind of like different currencies that you need to be able to play those spells. Um, and uh, each card tells you, kind of like some other deck building games, um, each card tells you what it does. Um, and there's like creatures that you can put down or like different spells that you can cast, um, all costing a, a different amount of mana. Um, and at the beginning of each turn, you uh, get all of the mana that you spent from last turn back um, to you know, try and respend it. Um, and you you start with seven cards. You draw a card each turn, unless you're like the first player. And that that's kind of like the as about I think as simple as you can get um, without getting too much into other mechanics. Like your creatures do combat each turn. If if you have creatures, you can choose to have them attack or not. There's kind of you know uh, strategy there in terms of like. You know, do you want your creatures to die or not, like during a fight or whatever? So, I think that's that's like a pretty good succinct like Mickey Mouse definition. Yeah, of I magic. would say so. But um, actually, there are six colors of mana. Oh yeah, there's there's colorless. Colorless, colorless is, is now, now a color. A color. <laughs> Although one thing I always add whenever I'm explaining magic or like talking about like the basics of magic is. Every rule in magic is a rule, or like everything in magic is like, like this is the rule unless you have a card that says otherwise. Yeah, yeah. There's kind like, of it's kind of like a flux, I guess. Yeah, in that Not way, exactly. I would absolutely say so. It's yeah. like flux yeah. and Hearthstone. Yeah. Yeah. There's like there's um, there's cards that change the rules of the game a little bit, like. You know, there's there's some rules of the game that will never change, like the the phases that happen. I mean, you can get additional phases, but like there's no card that changes the order of the phases. There is in the unstable. Well, we'll we'll get into we'll get into that stuff later. We can talk Um, about that later. So the other thing, uh, magic was invented in 1993. In ancient times, by uh, Richard Garfield's mathematician. Oh, I thought it was wrong. Oh, no, I was wrong. Also, uh, also known for King of Tokyo, and um, what was the other big one? There was another big game that he invented that was popular. I'm not Indeed. sure. Yeah. King of Tokyo is probably probably the, his second biggest after Magic: The Gathering. I would I would wager. It's a solid wager. Okay, so in order to structure this so we're not just faffing about for seven centuries talking about magic, because we all can, and we definitely would, Brenna is going gonna, is gonna to run our life, not that she doesn't always, <laughs> but she's going to run our life with some, uh, some topics to hit up on. So what is our topic? Hit us. So Jacob, how did you find out about magic? Um... My brother uh, was sent two decks. He was sent a a Jace and a Liliana kind of themed decks. decks. I don't remember if it was the dual decks or if it was just like some decks that were like a deck that just happened to be blue and a deck that happened to be black. But like that was like we kind of so I don't know. It might have been them. 
I don't remember specifics, but he was sent them by his friends um, just in the mail because they were like, we're getting into this. Like, you should check it out. Like, here's some decks that you can, like, play test with. Um, and so then he introduced me and my sister um, to it. Um, and we played Which for, sister? like, oh, uh, Rachel. Oh, okay. Okay. So we, we played right. for a weekend, um, and we're like, oh, like this is a, a fun and interesting game. Um, and then, yeah, that it was like it was kind of like all hell broke loose after that. Like, we discovered that there was a local game store that carried cards, and I went and bought stuff. And um, uh, yeah, yeah. If you have kids and you don't want them to do drugs, get them into magic. Uh, <laughs> they, they won't, won't have, have money, money. Never have money for drugs. Um, and so, going off of that, Jacob and I were were garbage people at the time, and we played League of Legends a lot. And so I would get on Skype, and I'd be like, "Hey, Jacob, like we're gonna play League of Legends tonight, right?" And he's like, "No, I'm sorry, I can't. Like I'm playing Magic with my brother. Like you're welcome to come over and play Magic." And I was always like, "No, no, like you know, whatever, like Magic, like whatever." And then finally, one night, you invited me over, and I was like, fine, like, sure, like, we're gonna play Magic, like, okay. And I think that was, like, that was, like, the big night that we had at, um, at the Peterson's house, that I think, sounds... was my first, okay, that was my that first, about right. yeah, that was my first, like, real introduction, and I saw that Miracle Boss deck, and I was like, I'm gonna be this guy. Oh, and yeah, and it like it it spiraled and spiraled and spiraled, and now I have like way too many cards and fifteen. Does that sound right? Fifteen commander decks. And are you talking about the big commander night? Yeah, I thought you got into it before that, like way before that. Oh no, you're right, right. I'm mixing it up. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I got into it during the Scars of Mirrodin set. Me too. Yeah. And magic, like... magic is broken up by the lore, and it has its huge, it has this huge, extensive backstory, and like since it's been around for seven centuries, and so it has all this lore, and it breaks up the different like groupings of cards into sets. So Jacob and I started playing in this set called Scars of Mirrodin. Which was around um, at least around 2011, and so I I got really into Magic then, and I didn't like Commander, and I played a lot of casual Magic. The big Commander night that I mentioned earlier at the Petersons that was when I was like, wait, Commander is awesome. Yeah, and then like from then on, it was like all Commander all the time. Yep. And so to, to sort of explain that, again, to people that, like, don't know what magic is, who are probably, like, frantically on Google, like, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. Commander is a way that you can build decks. So a, a common, uh, like, a rule in magic is, like, you can only have four cards, like, four of the same cards in a deck that aren't basic land cards, unless you have a card that says otherwise. Like, some cards say, you know, you can have... As many of this Any card. number. But in Commander, those rules still apply. But you only have one of each card. And you have to have 100 cards. 
including no more no less including a commander including a commander which must be a legendary creature and all of the colors like like we said earlier there's six colors well there's five colors but you know whatever um all of the colors in your commander deck can be outside of your commander's color so like for example one of my commanders is a black card that only you only spend black mana to cast it so all of the cards in the deck are either colorless or black. I feel like yes. that's... Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, the easiest way to explain Commander, yeah. So that's that's how I got into Magic, was, was thanks to Jacob pulling me away from League of Legends. And then I got into it because of both of you, but I got into it, like around theros i believe it was it was like yes yeah yeah sounds right that's when yeah yes so I, yeah. theros was the block i came in and uh it was very and and the, honestly i don't know if i would have loved magic as much if i hadn't come in during theros because it was all greek mythology inspired and as a huge like percy jackson latin nerd i was so happy that i was like i get that reference i get that reference and i could just enjoy and i had my white humans deck that was just all about life gain and vigilance and then that's a common like starting deck type is like oh like if i can't lose like if i don't lose all my life i'm just gonna gain a bunch of life and never I die feel like, i feel like that's one of the easier mechanics to wrap your head around really early it's just like i'm gonna make a bunch of creatures I'm going to hit you with them, and then some of them are going to give me life back. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's a very easy kind of deck archetype to work with. And then, That's not what I started with back in my D. I started <laughs> with mono red, like a trash well, human. Um, trash human, yeah. You know what we started with? We started... The reason why we didn't start life gain is because it was during was Scars of Freeze. Right, and Scars didn't Oh, yeah, Scars. Gain. Okay, never mind. Now, now I remember fact, why. So life gain didn't matter, and so there yeah. was no fact, reason to build it. In yeah. fact, is is in my top three worst mechanics in Magic. I, I just dislike it thoroughly. So, Infect is a mechanic in which a creature with Infect... When it hits you, you personally as the player, uh, it deals, it doesn't deal damage, so your life doesn't change, but it does deal infect counters. What those infect counters do is that if you have 10 of them, you lose the game no matter what. doesn't matter what. if you have a billion life. 10 infect, you're out. You're out. So people will generally, people will generally like give you one infect counter and then like, I don't know. Give you more, either using like proliferate, which can add one counter of any kind to each counter type out there or something. And like magic gets very complicated. Magic gets very complicated, yeah. But I agree, in fact, it's terrible. But yeah, that's pretty much how we all got into magic. And then once you guys got super into commander and that's like all you wanted to play, I was like, well, I guess I have to make a commander deck or buy a commander deck and they just started coming out with all the pre-cons so well and see the thing i like about commander is like and and i i like feel pretty strongly about this and i used to feel real like way stronger about this than i do now but i feel like 
all of the other ways For- you can play formats, like yeah yeah all the other formats like modern and standard and legacy they're all like you know get four of this card and then win the game yeah like they're like get four of the most expensive card in the set or in the you know in the deck yeah. archetype and then just win and i don't like that i like i like all the cards like working together like synergizing you know by themselves like for the strategy Elements. And and with commander too, cards never rotate out. They never. Well, they get the they get banned and, and changes, but not a lot. But if it's being banned, that that there's got to be a reason for it, right? So I, I don't know. I'm not super mad about banned cards. Prime time. I know. Rest in peace, prime time. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fair. Like it was super good, yeah. The, like there, there was a reason Primeval Titan was banned, and it was because it was really good. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of that's how we all got into magic. Now, what do you? What is your current relationship with magic? Like, how much are you playing? What's? Where are you guys at with magic? Order for this. Yeah. Um. So I, uh, I quit magic for about three years. I gave like away all of my cards um except for like the junk ones that i couldn't sell very easily um, including are... the incredible goblins deck oh man that deck so good <laughs> I love um that. that was that was the first commander deck that i built after that night that uh anthony mentioned um i had a, i had this card from a like from a deck that i had bought like at walmart um that was and, the dragon's deck right yeah it was a it was a card called cranko mob boss um and it was a it was like a knights versus dragons like it seemed cool so i bought it um and the decks were like okay like they were like kind of balanced against each other um but i i had this card cranko mob boss uh and so i built a deck around that because i was like oh it's a legendary creature like this is a cool theme um you know, I, I could do something with this. And over time, that deck became disgustingly powerful because I poured more money into it. First <laughs> um, you get goblins. Then you yeah. get more goblins. Then you get more goblins. Then yeah. there are and goblins that create goblin more goblins. 900 power, 900 toughness goblin. See, did you put any of the new goblin stuff from, like, Dominaria into that goblin oh, deck? No. Some of it. I, <laughs> I've changed it a little bit since I've since I got it from Jacob. Yeah, so um, Anthony is the caretaker of that deck now, and it 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 it's it's I feel and I feel like we can say his name on the podcast because he'll never watch this podcast. There's this player at our local game store who's, and I'm just gonna go ahead and hit myself for this. He's a shitlord, <laughs> and he's super pretentious about magic, and like you know he's is the uh, the absolute worst, and the gatekeeper. He's the worst that... kind of person. Yeah, the gatekeepers so, keep everyone out of their hobbies. Yeah, no, so, you know, connecting back to our last podcast, he's a gatekeeper, <laughs> for sure. Um, but to everyone, not just, like, to to women or to, like, people that are less nerds than him. Even, like, he's the gatekeeper of magic to other people that play magic. Anyway, point. Um, this deck sits in sort of, like, semi-retirement with some of my other, like, kind of disgusting decks... And it's called a Mike Brown deck. 
because the person's name is Mike Brown. And <laughs> those decks come out when someone is acting like Mike Brown. I'm yeah. like, all right. Go. Wait, is Cranko one yeah. of those? Yeah. He like, is because oh, no one can yeah. play against him because he's so strong. Oh, well, yeah, because yeah. turn five, you've got 17 goblins already, and we're Franco, all trying to, we're trying to build a board state. <laughs> Franco, Miracle Vosk, Azami Lady of Scrolls are the, are the top tier. Mike Brown decks. Mike Brown decks. There's a lower, I have a lower tier Infect Damius Age of Stone deck um, that I play against people that are like, oh, I'm so good, like, no one can beat me, but aren't, like, typically at the Mike Brown level. I'm like, oh, let me tell you about this really cool mechanic called Infect. And they're like, what is happening? What do you mean I'm dead? Anyway, that's my rant. Rant count. Okay, one. wait, so what's your... Oh, okay, anyways, um, we got off on a tangent. Um, okay, <laughs> so I quit... One. I quit. I quit Magic for three years, and then I recently got back into it um, uh, because I was curious. Um, one of my friends out here in Utah, I had given them one of my decks, and I asked them if now they, they still had it because um, I was curious. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Um, they're going to hunt me down. Um, in the entire state of Utah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, have fun sifting through all the Jacobs. There's so many of them. <laughs> Um, so I asked him if he had a, another, this was a commander deck that I had built. It was a, the theme was chaos. Um, and that was another deck. That's probably my favorite deck. Before um, Jacob's the worst person to play games with because he's the agent of chaos and everything. He just likes to break everything that's good in the world. I don't know about that. It's more of like, the this is the meta. This is the way everyone plays the game. I'm going to do something completely differently. <laughs> I guess you like fair. I think in a way I like it's it's almost kind of a similar spirit to that of like people who look for glitches in video games or yeah. like speed run or whatever like you try and okay. see what the game already has that can be used Abuse. in a way that was not intended. Yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. like anyways, granted you can't really do that with magic like every like everything is intended like is intended to be to do what it does. I just like to do the things that people prefer not to do. So Okay. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was another deck that I think the Cranko deck and that deck were probably the decks that I've spent the most like time and love like crafting. Um or uh, brewing as the deck as the magic term is. Yeah. Um, so I asked him if he had the deck, and he said yes, and he told me some wonderful stories of games where everyone had quit instead of playing against it, um, and I was very proud. Speaking of quitting, have you ever beaten someone or seen someone beaten so terribly that they quit magic? No. No. I've done it twice, and I've heard, I've heard about it happening three other times. Oh, man. But I personally have done it twice. It's kind of like a haha feeling, but it's also kind of like a wow, I feel terrible feeling at the same time. My thing is, like, if you're already that close, generally those those people are what we call in the community uh, spikes. And what we do spikes? I mean, that's a oh, that's a yeah. You're spiking. You're 
trying to reach the highest point you can. Peaking? Man? No, spiking. Spike. Okay, I've never heard that term, but clearly Jacob, I'm do you, uneducated. Jacob, do you know yeah. what? I'm, so, okay. uh, no, yeah, I'm so uneducated, I think, so okay. I don't know. I think what she's saying is spiking is not when you quit magic. Spiking is no. when, like, you are so good at the game that other people want to quit. Because, and they're tryhards. Like, well, no, yeah, well, I mean, um, wow. yes, that is also part of it. But for for my experience, as someone who has qu- qu- been called, quote, painfully casual as a Magic the Gathering player, um, whenever someone who is painfully casual wins or, like, is very cool about it and isn't a jerk, whenever they... <laughs> So not my fiance. Right. Whenever they do something good, she gets super in the, competitive. It's scary. in the game. That's awesome. I would. She's, love, I've never played with her. It's great. No, she's so competitive at because her family is really competitive about games. Yeah. But like, it's terrifying to play to play against her sometimes because she's just like very mean. It's true. Yeah. Don't make that face at me. It's true. I mean, I... I, I love my... you, but sometimes <laughs> I wonder when we're playing games together. My point was, <laughs> nine times out of ten, those people who quit because they didn't have things go their way are spikes. They are people who want to do the best and who... They're tryhards, you know? And when mm, things don't go sense. their way... They're like, well, this is dumb. I'm out. That's my experience. That's every game where I've beaten Mike Brown. He's acted like that, except he hasn't quit Magic. I will never forget the one game I beat him, and he was so mad about it because I was playing my Derevi deck. He was like, that was the best night ever. You remember that, right? That was the same night that I was like, I just don't really like, like, red isn't my favorite color. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He was like super offended about it. I was like, dude, I just said like that. I didn't really prefer mono red like this yeah it was yeah. good was anyway. oh man those were the days so how did you get back into it jacob said, I, I just asked my friend for you for just, my deck, and then and, you were back yeah, into it and yep and then here now i am you're back down the rabbit hole <laughs> i've spent like 200 dollars oh jacob what on what well, on like a, like a pre-release on like lands on um on the new set you've spent that much already. No, no, not on the new set. So like oh, I went to two pre-releases, oh, okay. so that's fifty bucks. Um, I bought a set of dual decks, so that's like seventy. I went oh, to okay. a. So okay, so maybe maybe not like just, maybe not. 200. I thought you just meant on the pre-release, and I was like, dude, you're supposed to be getting married soon. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, no. no. Um, yeah, so like I went to the pre-release in October. I went to this past pre-release. Um, I went to like Friday Night Magic. Um, I bought like a so that's like eighty. Um, yeah, I can't remember. You might oh, and on air. What, people the other part. Know. Yeah, the other part was I bought some uh, some really old booster packs. Uh, mm, that'll do uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I was curious. I've I'd never bought like a super old booster pack. I was just kind of like, I wonder what this is like. I need to buy that beta series pack for three thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I I never quit magic. I I play a lot less than I would like to. 
Um, but it's just like it's not my only hobby. Like I have other hobbies in terms of like nerd things. So I can't devote all my time or all my money to it. I would I would say I'm more than a casual player though. That's fair. Uh I mean Especially uh, building the Infinity Stones deck. Holy crap, that deck's strong. Yeah. I mean I would say you're definitely more than casual. I play, I think, the most out of the three of us. Could you I, do the most? Mm, yeah, I guess. Uh, not not getting married will do that to you. That's fair. I I also just have, like, a very active playgroup here. That's uh, true. Of, consist- of consistent people who I enjoy playing Magic with. I, I technically have two playgroups um, who, I, who I enjoy playing with, and I see often... I try to play like once a week. Um, I play Commander, and with with a Magic Arena now coming out, I've gotten back into like Standard because I don't have to spend money on Standard. Because yeah, Magic... I, might look, I might look more. No one has to spend Magic money Arena. on Standard if you if you brew correctly. Right. And it's great. Like and I, I built a deck for ten bucks that ended up being in the Pro Tour, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Why is <this> happening? <laughs> I. Whenever he before Magic Arena, I would just draft a lot because drafting is great because right. everybody's on the same playing field. The way drafting works is you get a group of people together and then everybody gets three like packs of cards and then you op- everybody opens one of the packs and you pull one card out and then you pass the rest of the cards to the person next to you and so on and so forth until all the packs are gone. And then you build your deck from the cards that you selected. And then right. you play each other. And it's, it's kind of dual. It, it's fun for multiple reasons because you get the cards that you want and you get to play the deck that you want versus like opening a random booster pack or playing sealed where you just get five packs and you have to make a deck out of the cards in those five packs. Sealed where... is so difficult. Huh? Sealed is so difficult. Sealed is really hard. But yeah, so I guess I... I played a lot with you guys back in back home then when i came to college i took a break you can you can say the east coast i mean yeah when i came to college i didn't know anyone who played magic i knew one guy and he stopped playing magic once his deck rotated on a standard um, eh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he I, I was, like, alone and didn't play Magic for a while. And then finally, like, after a year, I got back into it just by drafting. Because I was, like, nervous to go to the local game store and make friends. And then I made Being a lot of... A female. I mean, it wasn't even... A culture of... It was a little bit of that, but... It was a little bit of that. But it was mostly just, like, I have to talk to people. <sighs> and talking is hard. Did we talk about the cards? Before? No. On one of the podcasts that you're on? I feel like we did. We talked about it in the review, I think. Oh, wait, yes, yes. Or in did. the look ahead, those rather. Cards. Those cards. Yes, those the cards that say... Oh, that yes. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> they might have come up. Yeah, the cards... They're not willing to fornicate. <laughs> I mean, that's... It's, it's, they simply say that I'm not attracted to you, but I would like to be your friend. Um, and it's kind of a shame that you have to have those. But anyway, that's a tangent. That's a whole separate... That could be an episode. <laughs> right. 
but yeah so then now i've been i've been solidly like having fun with magic and it's been great that's good yeah all right of cards what is our favorite card slash mechanic or let's go with card first let's go card first i feel like that's straightforward it's it's been the same for me ever since like day one of magic basically so what is your favorite card then it is an and there's a white enchantment called ethereal armor and yeah it, and you get plus one plus one for each enchantment you control you enchant a creature and that creature gets a plus one plus one to their power and toughness based on how many enchantments you control so you just load the board up with enchantments and make all of your creatures massive and swing for like 12 damage with one creature and it's great and then you play a board wipe and wipe all enchantments from the field well you know that's also a thing i'm not saying <laughs> voltron decks are the strongest but they're so much fun <laughs> okay that's that's a fair and straightforward card and at least you have the fortunance to have liked one card and that card has been your favorite my favorite card changes faster than i change my shirt right but i mean i mean my favorite like and it's not because it's so good or like whatever, but my probably one of one of, and if I have to pick just one off the top of my head, one of my favorite cards ever is Murder. You you played it instant speed, which means you can play it on other people's turns. One generic mana and two black destroy target creature. I mean, you want to talk about straightforward cards. <laughs> you, you, you look at that creature and you're like, nah. Fuck that creature. You kill it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Put one in the swear jar. Yeah. I'm losing yeah. money. Um, <laughs> Jacob. But cards also... Card, <laughs> uh, additionally, a reason that murder is my favorite card, and we're not going to get into this because we'll, we'll talk about this half of magic forever, is a lot of cards have their like, rules text, which is written in just like print. Like what they do, like murder says, destroy target creature, and then a lot of other car, a lot of cards also have like text in italics. That's called flavor text, and it's about like the lore or like something that's happening in the card, or like whatever. And the flavor text on one of the releases of murder was, "It's not work if you enjoy it." I mean, Which if we're goes, talking flavor text, that adds a whole other layer I mean, of, like... every goblin. Yeah. Lava axe. Catch. <laughs> what's what's the one goblin uh, with the pit, Jacob? You know what I'm talking about? Um, are, are you talking Cutter about bottom... I thought you were talking about like... bottomless pit, where it was, like, <laughs> it came with the place, like... <laughs> Oh no! There's a there's a goblin card that says uh, it's two goblins talking to one another, and the first goblin says it's only short jump. We, we go this way. Yeah. And, and the goblin jumps. He goes ah. And then the the second goblin or the first goblin was like, we go different way now. I don't know. I've I've never I've never. I want to say it's goblin shortcutter, but I might be wrong. I have an entire list of. Of just great flavor text. I also yeah. like all of the homunculus flavor texts. Like homunculi are so rare. Jeering homunculus, middle mythal thick 
had always hated crowds, and they always hated him. Is that how that's pronounced? Yeah. Or, uh, well, this one's different than Fibblethip. Fibblethip is the most common and prominent uh, homunculus just used in Ravnica, which is I've like the most... I've never heard of either of the... Of another of a person being able to pronounce the name properly. You... This yeah. has come through many hours of me doing research about a thing we might talk about. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> you so, get Jacob, you... your favorite flavor text. <laughs> Before we Wait, get my... there. <laughs> favorite flavor text? Um, hmm. uh, I think one of my favorite flavor texts is uh, the Canyon Minotaur flavor text. Uh, how does that one go? Uh, let me look it up real quick. Because um, I, haven't, I haven't thought about it in a while. I also like Anaconda. If you're smaller than the Anaconda, the Anaconda considers you food. If you're larger than the Anaconda, it considers you a lot of food. <laughs> oh, Grip of Phoresis of, of also has a great flavor text. Even your, bl- even your blade oh. knows you will triumph. Wall of Swords. When I said we needed more swords to defend the realm, (laughs) this isn't exactly what I meant. (laughs) That one's good. Um, Canyon Minotaur's uh, flavor text is, we'll scale these cliffs, traverse Brittle Bridge, and then fight our way down the volcanic slopes on the other side. Isn't the shortest route through the canyon? Yes, so shouldn't we? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a good one. It reminds me of the quest in Borderlands 2 that Claptrap gives you, where you have to, like, traverse the entire planet, like, doing all these random tasks, <laughs> and then and then it's, like, revealed that the, the goal of the quest is, like, standing behind him or something. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So, what is the favorite deck you've ever played or played against? I will, I will add that in, because my favorite deck is not one that I play. Well, what is it? We're dying to know. So one of my friends uh, runs the four-color commander. Hold on. the group. It, it, it's the group hug. Um, the gay couple across the street. Okay. What is, the, what is their name? I always forget. Um, I don't know, because I only know them as the gay couple across the street. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't know. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up really quickly. Allow me, but he runs a pillow fort deck, so he runs all these enchantments that is it Rowan and Kieran or whatever. It. Yeah, it's 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 the same. It's along those lines. Um, I I thought they were brother and sister. They are no Ajax and you're thinking of Ajax. You're thinking and, of Ajax and Siamid. Siamid, and they are married because they are the king and queen of Theros. And not brother uh, and sister. And not brother and sister. No, wait, no, the battle bond ones. The battle bond ones. They, uh, oh, they have, they're like, different. Will and, Will and Rowan are brother uh, and Oh, Will and Rowan, okay. And they're the planeswalkers. No, I'm talking about, there it is. Kyranos and Tiro of Melites. They are the first gay couple ever introduced into the world of Magic of Gathering, officially. And they are one red, one green, one white, one blue. At the beginning of your end step, draw a card. Each player may put a land card from his or her hand onto the battlefield, then each opponent who didn't draws a card. So, this guy at the game store I run, his name's Chris, I go to, his name's Chris, he runs this deck, and the whole goal is for you to draw your deck. For you to deck it out. He has Labrador Mania? 
Uh, yes, he does. He has a visible lab okay. man. But you're gonna draw, like, nine cards a turn. So wow. Yeah, he, he, it's what so efficient. He's fractured. No, but it's so fun. Because no one ever knows what's happening unless you've actually seen him win. And then it's, like, great. Because, <laughs> like, there are some games where he's just sitting there and you're drawing an extra three cards. And you're like, oh, man, you're so helpful. And then, like, what's, he always comes in second. Con? His win con? Drawing yeah. you out. That's it? You out. Yeah. But he's got so many cards that are, like, at the beginning of your upkeep, you draw an additional card. Or on your draw step, instead of drawing one card, you draw two. That can blow up in your face so hard, though. Yeah, but his whole goal is not to win. His, like, he, honestly, he just likes having fun with it. Weird. A strange and, concept. Fun. And, and I'm here for it, and I love playing against the deck. He he's also just a cool dude. And, man after my own heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's very much in that same vein as Jacob, where it's like, you take something that people know and you love... And you kind of flip it a little bit and make it weird. That's and the that's nicest it. way I've ever heard anyone put that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like that deck. Um, I mean, it, it seeing him play his made me want to build one of, build one of my own. Okay, what is the what is your favorite deck that you play though? Derevi. Derevi Imperial Tactician. Tap on tap shenanigans. And it's really interesting because you you used to hate that deck. Right, it, was, it used correctly. to be the Seinfeld deck. It used to be the deck that did nothing because I didn't know how to make it work. Right, yeah. I didn't know how to make it work. I didn't know how to abuse her <laughs> abilities. Because she's a really powerful commander. There's a lot of like, sentences here that I'm really glad you're finishing. <laughs> Fair. No, but, she is very strong. And when you use her correctly, she can really win you a game. Bird person. She is a bird person. She's and a bird wizard. Yeah, she's a bird she is wizard. She's also the word. And finally, finally, one day I was just sitting there and I started researching. And this is why I like Decklist. Is because Decklist gives you inspiration to... Help you build fix decks. To help you build the deck, right? And like, I just went, I just went to one of the websites. You know, I went to EDA Track, and I was like, "What are the most common cards?" And I looked at the most common cards, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to be a jerk." <laughs> I also don't want to spend six hundred dollars. I don't want to spend six hundred dollars, but I do want people to view it as a threat. So you became the threat player. I became a threat player. So I think we've been through what Jacob's favorite deck is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Chaos. Have you played the coin flip commanders at all? Or thought about playing the coin flip commanders? No. I, there's a lot of new cards that have been introduced. Uh, Anthony, I want you to imagine. <laughs> I know somebody that plays. Oh, I, I know many people who play them. And they're great. I love them. Ooh. Sorry, I'm looking through cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, Chaos Deck is definitely my favorite because, and I've had mixed reactions to it. I've had some. People oh, there be, it is. Oh, it's back. Some people. I lost. Like, I lost you guys completely. <gasps> yeah. Oh. oh no. But we're back now. It's fine. Okay. What? 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 What, you, what were you saying? I missed you. Um, just like Chaos Deck is my favorite. Um, it. 
has a lot of it has a lot of it has, it has had mixed reactions some people have been like like some people have cussed at me and been like oh like you're the worst and then other people have just forfeited apparently um and then other people are like this is fun and i'm like thank you who are, who's my commander for it shatter gang, gang brothers shatter gang brothers i don't know what that card is all the chaos decks i see are norn the wary it's super. everyone suffers it's like i sacrifice something then everyone has to sacrifice something it oh. is obscure shattering brothers like you were like oh i found the perfect commander shattering brothers and i was like what the hell are you talking about Oh, I have played against this deck. I have absolutely played against your Shattergate Brothers deck. I really enjoyed it. I remember it because I, yeah. I don't. I don't it, hate. The deck bothers me because you don't run Scramble Verse in it. <laughs> no, I do. Scramble Verse is in it. Oh, then I like the deck. And Warp World. So. Okay, I don't like the deck anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. I, I enjoy that. I have I have a lot of I have a lot of decks, a lot of commander decks, and I, I I'm partially it's because I really enjoy playing Magic, and partially because I really enjoy building decks. Um, my top three right now, like my favorite deck that I've that I've probably ever built has been my casual Vampires deck, because I love Vampires and Magic. The the first Innistrad block. Had so many great cards in it, and it was just like vampires, and I loved it. And so, my favorite, but my favorite three commander decks right now are my tribal pirates deck, which is just like everything is either a pirate or pirate ship or something that gives me pirates or pirate ships or treasure. Um, So, the theming in that deck is very good. Uh, so that deck, and then I have a Tribal Vampires deck that is run around a popular vampire family in the lore called the Markovs. And the grandfather is the commander, and then his grandson is in there, like, I think four times. I think I have all of him. Oh my god. Yeah, so I have so I have Soren, and then Soren Angry Boy, and then Soren Sad Boy. <laughs> Soren Boy. Yeah, Soren Goodboy is he the he's the red, black white one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what is this? I'm gonna click on it. Okay, I'm not gonna click on it because I don't know what that says. Uh, and I'll get distracted as I just did. <laughs> the Vampire deck. Yeah. So that that deck I've I've been enjoying a lot, and it sees a lot of play because it. Three colors, which is like kind of strange, so it needs some tinkering still. Um, and then I built because of the because the caliber of players before I moved to where I live now, like right before I moved, um, I was playing against a lot of people who were just really good and had just really strong decks, and I was just getting like creamed, like I was enjoying playing, but I could never win. And so I sat down one day and I was like, all right, I'm going to brew a new deck and I'm going to, I'm just going to brew this deck and I'm going to think about it and I'm going to pour over cards for like two weeks, three weeks. Did you say you're going to pour over the pages? (sighs) 
I guess that was a pun. I'm not sure. It's a card out of Shadow Shiver and Estrad. So it's like a pun, oh, okay. but not. It's real. a very niche. It's a, it's a niche niche pun. It's okay, a cool. niche reference. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I did that, and I built I built a deck that has come to be called the Infinity Stones deck, because when I initially built it, there were six ways to go infinite, with infinite damage, infinite mana, infinite creatures sorts of things i have since found more ways to go infinite but since it was initially built with the implication that there would be six ways to go infinite the commander is called thanos i I call him that the commander is actually a card called zergo helm smasher which is just awesome but he kind of he's like the closest you could look to thanos i think like like in the mythos of magic the other um and there are six. There were initially six ways to go infinite, and a few ways where he can kill you each turn, or kill you in uh, one turn, as soon as he comes on the field. He comes out. He has haste. He's a seven-two, and you onward to victory. Plus plus seven and uh, double strike. What's that? You have twenty-one commander damage. You're dead. That's a shame. The by the way, the card that Jacob sent us. Is from Unhinged, which is a whole set that, no, Mark, I have to look at it. that Mark Rosewater does, where he's the current creator and like main writer for Magic Gathering cards, and he does this fun little pet project called like name, the Un series. Absolute longest name ever, Elemental. Or just call it what the heck? It's. <laughs> I'm going to put that in over, like, an Eternal Witness. And since it's illegal to play, like, but it has the same mana cost. This is a witness. The Unhinged cards are my favorite because it's just, just like, it's it's Mark Rosewater taking the thing he loves and making it weirder. Like... I love the the group of asses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty cool. Badass, smartass, goodass... Cheap ass. <laughs> What's the other one? I'm missing one. And these don't count for the swear jar because no. they are. It's the, the name of a card. And and I don't remember what the last one is, but there's also the land city of ass. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a play on an actual card, city of brass. But yeah. Okay. I really like that. All right, now. The new set's coming out. Or it came we have out. to talk very briefly about the new set. Yeah. So we're already almost at an hour. Yeah. yeah. We'll, um, we'll, have, we'll have follow-up magic discussion. Oh, we have to. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yes. You can get on with the thing that you wanted to talk about. But that, that'll that be your thing, and Jacob and I will just comment. No, yeah. I, we don't have to talk about that on the... On the what well, they're talking about is I'm making a, I'm making a D and D campaign in the world of magic. That's all. That's all we can. We all, all we, we have to say. We could talk about that in like the D and D episode or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we could so also come magic back. Magic comes out with a new set every couple months. Um, so they had a new set come out in October. They have a new set that is like releasing officially this weekend. And uh, a set is like a group of cards. Yeah. The, each block has a certain amount of sets in it, 
between four, two and four sets. Yeah. Yeah. The set is the group of cards that are released. Yes, and Ravnica Allegiance is coming out, which finishes up all ten of the Plane of Ravnica guilds, which are all ten color combinations and all ten two color combinations. Two color combinations, yes. Yeah. Um, and then there are, um, in each set is, like, based around, like, a certain kind of lore, so all of the cards, the art, the themes, the, me- like, the mechanics for the cards themselves are all based off of, um, a story. So, and, and the way that Magic develops stuff is that it will either start with a story and then develop mechanics to fit that, or they'll have mechanics in mind and they'll develop a story kind of around that. Um, and it's and it, that's why magic has taken like a lot of really sharp left turns, like Kamagawa <laughs> was like a super sharp left turn because they had the me- they had the mechanics in mind, and then they were like, "We're gonna write the story now." Well, yeah, because they're like, "We want ninjas, so we can have ninjutsu." I mean, ninjas are awesome, though. No, even, even just outside of magic, ninjas are awesome. I mean, I want to know what they were thinking when they came up with Ixalan. They were thinking it would be really awesome if vampires, dinosaurs, pirates, and merfolk were I, all together. My theory is that they like Mark Rosewater really like went to his kids. No, Mark Rosewater like went to kids and was like, "Hey, kids, what's, <laughs> what's the hot new thing? Set? What's the hot what's new the thing? New the... <laughs> what is it that you kids like? I like dinosaurs. Okay, they're in. I want a vampire. They're in." <laughs> Can I have mermaids? Uh, merfolk, they're in. <laughs> what is the new hotness? <laughs> but yeah. I mean, if that's the case, what were they thinking when they came up with Eldrazi? Somebody had, somebody had like aliens. HP Lovecraft. A lot of HP Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Lovecraft and aliens. Lovecraftian aliens. They love to craft aliens. <laughs> Or there were aliens that happened to love crafting. I mean, that fits over the theory. Why is there crafting in video games? <laughs> yeah. Um, although, yeah. Oh, Wait. Crap, Minecraft meets Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> with with the new like Ravnica stuff, we should talk about what are what guild are you a part of, or would you be a part of if you were on the plane of Ravnica? Just really quickly. Hey. What what did your guild test? Yeah, what did the guild test tell you? Gruel and Simic. So what is Gruel and Simic, Jacob? Or what is Gruel? Because I'll explain Simic because it it pegs me as a Simic. Gruel is um, red green, um, and they're and fittingly uh, they are against the establishment, and they and like for the lore's sake, they believe that. Um, there will be a giant boar that will come and uh, destroy... The Endrays! <laughs> yeah, it's going to come and like destroy the city or whatever. And so because of that, they kind of feel like there's no point in living a civilized way. It's kind of like... Party uh, all the time. Yeah, it's like party all the time. and uh, But not quite party. It's more like um, survival of the fittest. And yeah. so they're all about like kind of nature and destruction. And so they have red and green as their as their themes, as their colors. So, Yeah. So, Brenna, your guild? The main one I got when I first took it was Orzhov. 
<laughs> nice. Typical. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. The the eternal balance it's between life and sacrifice. people. <laughs> yeah, extort. Yeah, no, just the, the balance of life and sacrifice. Also applicable though is Selesnia. I also got Selesnia. I always I always think I'm a I'm very much like outside of this, I'm a bant player at heart. I I like life, I like knowledge, I like uh nature. We're getting so. philosophical. So Selesnia three colors, you're cheating. I'm just, I'm saying, like, Orzov Judge and, and Celestia make sense for me. It's, like, about, it's all about Grixis. You're or, the worst. You are as, the actual villain. Of... Okay, Esper is, Esper is worse than Grixis. Because but Esper not only... Bolas is Grixis. Okay, yeah, but Esper not only takes your toys away from you, it uses them against you. Yeah, so does Nicobolas. Stop hitting though. him, stop hitting yourself. But Nicobolas does that too. I mean, yeah, the, you could probably argue the send triplets else. are the worst, like. I mean, you're forgetting the artifact, Shroom the Hedgemon. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm going to take all my things out and run you over with them. Yeah. Anyway, my guild, my guild test pegged me as a Simic, which is all about, it's blue-green, and it's all about, like, evolution and instead of, like, survival of the fittest, to sort of, like, evolve to become the fittest. And, like, weird genetic kind of experiments. Witcher stuff? I mean, not Witcher stuff. No, but... But, like, it, it's it's very, like... It's very, like, if Resident Evil were tame and not about turning the president into a zombie. <laughs> Fair, yeah. Um, but I also play a lot of uh, Demir because I'm a shitbag. In the uh, in the in the jar. Uh, Demir is black blue, like sneaky, underhanded tactics. The card I mentioned earlier, Mirko Vosk, the Mind Drinker, is a Demir card. They've also got a weird, a lot of weird, like assassin undertones and like impersonation undertones, like Lazav. It's not yeah. worth. Enjoy it. Exactly, murder, right? But yeah, that's the new set coming out, and then the the new hotness, huh? The new hotness. Yeah. I just need to watch Men in Black to get that reference out of my mind. Like, yeah. But there. So, final thoughts. Since we're here now for almost an hour. Magic is fun. It's great. Get into it. Or don't. I mean, card games are for everyone. Yeah. My... I, I'm very surprised by people that have gotten into card games. And... Okay. Um, <laughs> this is something... This, this is something that, like, I'm gonna... I'm gonna recognize because my fiancé pointed it out to me in... After the bullying podcast. That it's sort of like a gatekeeping thing. But I originally, and I and like you can you can stop me if I'm if I'm like sort of stepping over the line here, Brenna. But like I got Brenna into magic as like for a thing for us to do together. Yeah. And then she just like took off and ran with it, and I was like, oh, what have I done? Right, because I really enjoyed it. 
it's, yeah, it's no, I enjoy card games. Like, I really I was, do. Yeah. I, Very surprised. I, and she, I didn't think I would, honestly. Um, and speaking then, of that, um, we, like, there was a night where we were all at a restaurant together. And, oh, my uh, God. So we were, we all, well, we were yes. waiting for our food. We, we were playing together. Food. Yeah, Anthony had this deck that was just really nasty. And, like, we were, like, I miscalculated um, the amount of damage it would take to kill him. Um, and like what and creatures I was the were on only Brenna's one field. with creatures on the field. I was the only one with creatures who could yeah. attack him because I had flying creatures and he had a bunch of like board presence. Yeah, and he survived with one life, um, and then proceeded to murder all of us. Um, and I looked, and we looked down at my board afterwards, and there was one creature we forgot to tap, and it was Suntail Hawk, which is a one drop, one one white flyer. <sighs> And it haunts me to this day. Yep. That was also because I like manipulated Connor into not attacking me. Con- oh. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, circumvented my wheel, Connor. And and Jacob was sitting there like, you can do this. You are the one. <laughs> you you are Jacob being really irritated with Connor. Yeah. <laughs> because the two of us are sitting there like, what do we do? Like, there's nothing well, we can do. There's nothing we can Somebody do. Somebody else was with us. Yeah, I don't remember what uh, that guy was, was playing. Chuck. Chuck was Chuck. Yeah, it was Chuck. And he was playing, like, black, blue, something or other. No, he was playing... Yeah. Was he? he might yeah. Have were- I thought he had werewolves then, but... Oh, he might have had werewolves. I don't remember. But anyway... That's the important... On note. the note of Suntail Hawk... We should Take get... Take the lore thing to say? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's outside of the podcast. Because it, it would be too long. But um, yeah. Anyways, Magic the Gathering—it's fun. Um, you should, if you're into card games, I would recommend picking it up. Um, you can. It's one thing that I love about it is, as far as hobbies go, it's a hobby that you can do cheaply. Um, it requires a little bit more time, perhaps, to kind of like theory craft. But like, it's def—it's a game where you can be casual and have a ton of fun. Or you can, like, try and go crazy and go to tournaments. Somebody like me, like, who has 15 decks and can't play them all at once. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's just, it's it's a lot of fun. Like, it's an interesting design space to get into. Um, so. And there's absolutely something for everyone if you want that. Like, if you want a flavorful deck that ultimately doesn't do a lot, but you have fun playing it, that's great. Right. Pirates, or a Zedru, my, one, another great deck that I didn't mention in the favorites was a guy had a Zedru deck where he was, the li- he was a librarian and he would lend out his artifacts. <laughs> That's great. And, and then he would just homeward path them back and you'd, he, you'd check them back in. <laughs> he never won. He never won. What were the late fees? <laughs> Oh, the late fees were murder. Were murder and blind obedience and propaganda. Yeah, it was great. You know, see if 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 someone had been listening, if someone has been listening to this podcast and not realized that we're talking about magic, we are all on a government watch list, like a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. All right. Yeah, it's great to have you back uh, on the Doctor Z show. Thanks. Good to be back. Come back. Come back soon. I think. I mean, I probably board games. I think. Perhaps? Yeah, I think we're talking about board games for next week. Um, but we'll see. Too.
so what what card games do you guys like? If you like other card games or other trading card games like the Pokemons or the the Yu-Gi-Oh, still play the Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, one of my friends here does, and he's the one who I got the children's card game. Phrase, very big. Or like a, a deck builder game, like Dominion or DC Deck Builder, or that's that's a that's a whole. I love Dominion. I love. Um, I, I've been playing a lot of DC Deck Builder, so. Yeah. So if you guys like card games, like let us know, and if you play Magic, uh, let us know uh, what kind of Magic you play and how much you like it and what decks you play, and we'll we'll, we'll we will release our judgment upon you, <laughs> or not. Or just say that's uh, cool. Yeah. This yep. has been the Dr. Z Show, and Adios. we will see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Z Show. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us on Facebook or YouTube at the Dr. Z Show, through email at the Dr. Z Show at gmail.com, or on Twitter at the Dr. Z Show one, the one like the number. And please leave a review, if possible, on whatever listening platform you use. Thank you.